Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. It's my privilege to introduce Vicky and Mark said to me this week, he said, I miss being able to introduce Vicky like this, the Razio, because that was her name before she was married, but now she's Simpsone. Simpsone, Vicky Simpsone. A beautiful Italian prophet, great woman of God, experienced, down-to-earth, cheeky, and yeah, just been so faithful with her gifts. So let's give her a hand as she comes and speaks. Thank you. Thank you. How you going, church? Big thank you, Pastors Mark and Roz, for, for having me. I've been visiting. We were working out at least 20 years, if not longer. So how many of you don't know me? Give me a wave. If this is the first time you've heard me, I'd love you to meet you. I love it. Just when I think I've saturated the nation, there's always people who don't know me. And uh, for those of you who don't know me, I, uh, prior to COVID, was what was known as an itinerant minister. I've always hated that name. So the Lord heard my prayer and decided he'd release a virus. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the Lord has released a virus. So, um, but for the first time in uh, nearly 30 years of ministry, I've been able to minister while staying at home. So I saw more of my husband in the last 12 months and the last 15 years put together. And as I said to the earlier service, you know, this, this whole COVID thing has come with some benefits, you know, so that was one, got to minister from home, so just doing everything online, basically. And the other thing is, is that I didn't have to hug people I didn't want to hug. You know, people have this assumption, oh, I'm Italian, I'm an extrovert, oh, everyone wants to give me a hug, you know, especially those people say, oh, the Lord told me to give you a hug. I'm thinking, I don't think so, brother, you know, like, but, um, and so <laughs> I haven't missed that at all. But before I launch um, into the Word, I just had this thought with regards to your service tonight. You know, Pastor Ross says she's going to, uh, there's going to be an anointing service, right? And this scripture came to mind, and this, uh, Isaiah 61 and this was the, the prophet Isaiah prophesying about the ministry of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I felt that tonight in the anointing service. So back to verse 1, that the Lord has anointed me. I saw in the anointing, the function of the anointing, that tonight people were going to be given beauty for ashes. And I saw people at the altar bringing their ashes, and the ashes looked grey, as you would imagine ashes to look like, and dark. And, and I suddenly saw them being transformed into something that looked more like rose petals. So they became colourful and beautiful. And um, oil of joy for mourning. So people coming with those things that you've lost, those things that, let's face it, you know, we've lost some stuff. In, in, in the last 12 months, I mean, I did. I lost a year of work. Boom. 
overnight because I travel for work, you know. I travel in the ministry. And initially, international borders shut, planes grounded. I thought, okay, that's okay. I was going to go to Canada for the first time last year. (laughs) So that didn't happen. But I thought, I've still got the national travel. But then, boom, like within a matter of hours, a year gone, thinking, how on earth are we even going to pay the rent? How on earth are we going to pay bills? My husband lost half of his work overnight. And so for, for those of you, and you've been, you know, you've, there, there, there's some stuff that's been lost. Loved ones you haven't been able to see. You haven't been able to travel. You missed out. The wedding wasn't what you thought it was going to be. I spoke to someone the other day. Their wedding was five people, you know, and you mourned some stuff. But I see the oil of joy. Joy being exchanged. You're bringing mourning, joy's being given to you instead, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so I literally could see this exchange going on. And I could see that as you come, something is going to happen. If you hadn't planned on coming five and I haven't been asked to do this, they said, I'll give the five o'clock a plug. No, they haven't said that. But I really believe there's going to be a powerful exchange in the spirit. And as you bring the ashes, there's going to be turned into something beautiful. As you bring the things, it might seem like a little thing. You might think, oh, well, I just have to learn to live with that. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you, you but you know what? Don't underestimate. Look, if it's there, you know, we talk in our culture these days about calling it out. We're going to call that out and, you know, call them out on this and call them out on that. I think we need to do some calling out on ourselves. Yeah? Yeah? Come on, call it out. You know what I am? I'm I'm a bit miffed about that. I'm a bit peeved about that. And I really am hurting over this. And I am sad about that. And bring it to God because in the anointing, there's going to be a transference and there's going to be beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. There's going to be some real life, Holy Ghost, supernatural transaction that's going to take place in God and people are going to be changed in Jesus' name. There you go. Got that off my chest. You know, sometimes it's not just about what a prophet says. It's what God does with what we say. And sometimes I feel I'm not even talking to people. I'm talking to something else. And so I just feel just then something, some groundwork, something's being prepared for some excitement. I'd be here myself, actually, if I could be. Hey, I've got a few ashes I'd like to bring to the Lord. Here, turn these into rose petals, Lord. I'd really appreciate it. Cheers. Probably used up half my time already. What have I got? Oh no, I've still got what, 14 minutes. Let's go. Arriba, arriba. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that your word is alive, living, active, sharper than any two edged sword. Father, I thank you for every person here right now. And Lord, I don't know them, but you do. And I love, Lord, how you can take what I say and speak it to each person, personally where they're at. That it's not even about what I say, it's what you do with what I say. That, Lord, let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer right now. And that you would write something meaningful and powerful to each person here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I really feel, in in light of the fact that you know, so many of us have lost stuff over the last 12 months. And maybe 
You hear guys, you haven't lost perhaps as much as some others. Some, some of us in Sydney lost our Christmas. We didn't have Christmas. <laughs> well, we did. My husband kept reminding me, we're having Christmas. It's just different to what we expected. Anyone else got a partner like that? Like a spouse who kind of is, I married my opposite. Anyone else married their opposite? I married my pole opposite. And while I'm there going, oh, we lost Christmas. He's like, no, no, we haven't lost Christmas. <laughs> Just different to how we, thank you for being so reasonable, baby. I just want to have, you know, I just want to be Italian for a moment. Let me just be Italian. Oh, we lost the Christmas. By the way, to the baby born Christmas Eve. I was born just before Christmas. Where's baby? Where's mum and dad? Okay, here we go. Can I please, on behalf of all December babies, can I make a plea on behalf of your child? Please make a big, big fuss of his birthday. Every year for the rest of his life. Because most people are going to forget it. Most people are going to be too busy with Christmas preparations. Everyone's going to be broke. Make a big deal of Bubby's birthday forever. And all the December babies said, Amen. Let me start. Galatians 5.25 says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk. Living. Living came kind of automatically to me today. I woke up and I was alive. Everyone turn to your neighbour and say, good news. Right, you've been looking for another preacher if I hadn't have. But I woke up and you know what? I did not even have to try. Things had just ticked over automatically during the course of the night. And I woke up. I was alive. Now, being alive in the Spirit, what I want to do is alert you, give you a crash course in what you already have. Because we've lost stuff, but let me tell you what you haven't lost. Let me tell you what has, has just remained, irrespective of how you felt on your good day, your bad day, your ups and your downs, your spirit is still alive. At that moment when you gave your life to Jesus, what happened was the Holy Spirit, bam, came into your spirit, and your spirit became alive unto God. At that very moment when you surrendered, I was 19 years old, and I went to a church service, and at the doorstep of the church, I, I, I didn't really understand what was happening, but I'd been powerfully touched, burst into tears at the door of the church. The pastor, clever pastor, kind of thought, okay, seize the moment, led me in a prayer. I hadn't done now for course. I didn't know what was happening. I just knew that I'd felt something that day. I'd heard a message about abundant life and I opened up my heart. And at that moment, when I basically admitted my need for God, boom, the Holy Spirit came into my spirit. And 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, you became one spirit with God. One spirit. Too many Christians live life as if God is a long way away. You know, like he's up there and we're down here. And when people are praying, they think the answer's got to kind of like travel through the hemispheres, the stratosphere, you know, like a long way away. Now, God is on the inside of you. If you've received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, you are one spirit with God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 makes that very clear, that you become one spirit. So you are alive. If you live in the Spirit, that's what living in the Spirit means. You relocated. You changed spiritual address. You went from darkness to light, from death to life. 
don't feel like it, irrelevant. It's not based on what you feel. This is your status, your, your not negotiable status, not because of who you are, but because of whose you are. One spirit with God. Man, that's, that's what you've already got. But, but to walk, if you live in the spirit, let us also walk. So the Apostle Paul is encouraging the Galatians, let us also walk. So I woke up this morning, alive. Walking, however, is another matter. I had to choose to roll out of bed and start walking, wander into, into the bathroom. And it's the same with our walk with God. You've got to choose that next step. So, but the thing is, this is the good, this is the good news. You're already wired for it. You're already hardwired for it. You've got all you need to do that. People got this idea, walking in the spirit is for spiritual people. Two lies the devil sells Christians, right? The first, the first lie is this. Oh, you don't want to be super spiritual. Oh, you don't want to be super spiritual. Look, can I tell you, you cannot get too super of God's spirit. I don't even know if that's correct grammar, but <laughs> probably not. But people have got this fear. of you, you cannot have too much of God's spirit. What's too much of God's spirit? You've got all that you need on the inside of you. You really want spirit with God. People said, oh, I'm super spiritual. Too late. Yeah, you're already one spirit with God. People think that when they gave their life to Jesus, it's like they're ascribing allegiance to, to Jesus as opposed to another spiritual option. But it was much, much more than that. This supernatural spiritual transaction took place and you became born again of the spirit of God and you became a whole new being. You became a whole different substance. And that's not super spiritual. You know, often what turns people off is not spiritual at all. Great word, by the way, Craig. You're a real, a real teaching gift on you. And I, I, see, I see shoots like plants and just, it, it's like it's at the moment I'm seeing green shoots, but I'm seeing this gift developing and growing and, and coming like a big tree, solid, fruitful, lush. And um, that cryonics thing, mate, that was doing my head in. Just looking at those silver things, I'm like, Anyone else get the heebie-jeebies? Thinking there's bodies inside of those. <laughs> and so, where was I? I've got, I distracted myself. <laughs> that happens a bit now. Uh, <laughs> and so, people think, oh, I don't want to be super spiritual. But it's often what they're turned off by is not spiritual at all. You know, people can get a bit weird. But usually it's the flesh. People trying to be spiritual. But you cannot have too much of God's spirit. And so Romans 8.14 says, for those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Led by the spirit. I just really believe God wants to kind of like amp up this whole day to day being led by the spirit. Uh, it's like restoring back some things we've lost. I just see... I'm not wanting to sound like a prophet of doom, but I feel like this whole last 12 months has been a wake-up call, right? Been a big, dirty big wake-up call for a lot of us. And he really wants our connection with him, with the Father, being really rock solid, that we, each and every one of us, would know what it is, okay? Not just to be alive in the spirit, we're born again, 
going to heaven, but to know what it is to walk in the Spirit. And walking in the Spirit, according to this verse, being led by the Spirit of God, not for the super spiritual, not for the weirdos, not for the mystical, not just for those with the prophetic gifting, not just for extroverts, it's for children. The children of God. It's based on relationship. It's actually not negotiable. You're a child of God, giving your life to Jesus. This is a part of the package. This is our honor. This is like, my gosh, we get this not because of who we are, but because of whose we are. The other fear that a lot of Christians have, not the fear of being super spiritual, here's the second one. It's another lie that people kind of you know, buy into. And it's the, the lie that, oh, I'm not spiritual enough. And I felt that during, this, during the worship, there are some of you here and you battle with a sense that um, you're not worthy enough. It's like you're on the spiritual, you know, I can't walk down there, normally I would, but you know, you, you are, you're like on the spiritual, what would I say, like lower level. You, you see yourself as others are more spiritual. I mean, we've seen that happen kind of in the world lately. You know, people kind of exalted prophets and other ministries as sort of, you know, like they're the intermediary between us and heaven. But that's actually Old Testament. That's Old Testament. So people got a lot of misbeliefs. We're in a bit of trouble at the moment because of wrong teaching, to be honest, and some wrong understanding. But the, to those of you who are here today and you think of yourself, oh, I'm not spiritual enough because I don't read my Bible enough and because I don't pray enough and I don't fast enough. Let me tell you, you can't do anything enough to deserve this. You, you can't do anything. This is not deserved. This is a free gift. This is a free gift. The, the, the gift of hearing God's voice. The gift of being able to have spiritual perception. The gift of being able to feel what God feels. Hear what he hears. To have his wisdom. To, to, to have relationship with God. He, he bought that. He, he bought that for you. He purchased it for, for you. None of you are good enough. That's some people come to me and say, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. And you know what I say? I say, you're right. You're dead right. Me neither. Join the club. So you think, oh, I've got so many issues. Oh, issues? You want to talk about issues? Here. We'll... Mate, I've got enough issues. I've got enough issues to sink a ship. That's not what qualifies us or makes us worthy or not worthy of receiving the supernatural stuff of God. There's fear here. I don't know why some of you have got fear in your hearts about this zone, this area. You've either got burnt in the past, something, it's like you've got a bad taste. God just showed me. Somebody got a bad taste in your mouth concerning this supernatural kind of zone. And you're a bit, ner you're Pentecostal, you're spirit-filled, handa-mashanda, pray in tongues. But there's just some nervousness around it. And you know what? God never, ever leaves, leads his people through fear. Ever, ever, ever. The fear is not God's modus operandi. Ever. It's one thing to have a check and to have peace, but fear, oh, that can't be God because of fear. And so those of you who feel not spiritual enough, and those of you who are, who are afraid of being super spiritual, we're going we're gonna to do some business in a moment. I want to break those things off you because I just feel there's something contained. God wants... I... My mobile phone, right? It's my device. I hear voices in a good way through this thing, right? I've got, uh, I can get pictures and all sorts of communication, emails, amazing 
FaceTime. Oh, I mean, consulting, doing stuff for, by FaceTime, Zoom. Amazing, on this. Um, we've got a device. We've got a spiritual device where we hear from God, receive from God. It's called our spirit. It's not based on our IQ. That's good news for some of us. It's not based on our family heritage. It's good news for the rest of us. Um, it's, it's based on the fact that our spirit is alive. And so I pay Telstra an arm and a leg for the, benefit, for, the, for the privilege of using this thing. This is dead, lifeless, without its connection to the telecommunications company, right? I can't tell you about mobile phone technology. I don't understand it. It's something to do with satellites, isn't it? doesn't stop me using it. Okay, I pay Telstra whatever it is for their eternal, everlasting, never-ending plan. Just means I can talk as long as I like, do whatever I want, right? Jesus has paid the price for us to be on his network. Come on. Yeah, Jesus has paid the price for us to be on his network. Even the biggest buffhead here today can be on his network because it's because of him. He's, he's the door. As Rosie said, he's the door. He's not a wall, and he is the door into, I'm just prophesying right now, whole new supernatural experiences for people here. Not just like, people go back to, some of you go right back to like the river, rolling around the carpet or something like, no, it's a new thing. God's doing a new thing. It's a fresh thing, something you haven't seen before. And I tell you what, Jesus is going to be revealed to on the face of the earth, Jesus is going to be revealed in your community. Jesus is going to be revealed to your family, to your workplace, to in, in a whole new way as you don't just live in the Spirit, but walk in the Spirit. In Jesus' name. Have the worship team return, please. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's what you've already got. I'm just making you aware of what you're, oh, I don't feel like it. Irrelevant. It's not based on your feelings. I'm not saying your feelings are, aren't important. I'm mean, just saying related to this, the spiritual transaction. There's um, a young rooster towards the back. You've got a beard, glasses on the top. What's your name, mate? Huh? David. G'day, David. For those of you who don't know me, occasionally I do this and just get a thought, something from the Lord. Just share it out. I'm not a clairvoyant. Not talking to dead people or spirit guides or angels or whatever, but the Lord just give me a thought. But I feel like you've you've got there's more to you than meets the eye, and God has got stuff for you, good stuff for you. And there's good stuff in you already that He wants to open your eyes to. Yeah. I see Him giving you a fresh perspective of your life now, but also hope for your future. I, and, I, and I see a rope of hope dropping, as it were, from heaven. A rope of hope dropping from heaven. Something for you to grab onto. And I just see one step. He's going to give you the next step. The next step. That's all you need to worry about. Don't worry about finances, says the Lord. He's going to take some pressure off you. And I see great joy. You know that exchange we talked about, ashes? Beauty for ashes. I see him doing that for you. Beauty for ashes. Future's good, David. The future's good. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can play. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
You know, right now, I'm not going to assume because you're here in church that you know the Lord Jesus, that you all recall a time when you opened up your heart, received Jesus into your life. I'm not going to assume that you're all in a good place with God. Because maybe it's a yeah, Vicky, I've done that, prayed that prayer. I feel this is a time that call it out, call it out, calling it out in ourselves, getting it, getting real with ourselves. We don't need to mask things. We don't need to hide things. Things don't get dealt with until they're brought into the light. And I feel this is a time, mate, we're living in times we need to be real with God more than anything. We're living in times where we're getting, okay, I'm not as on fire as I used to be. I used to walk really close with the Lord. I remember a time and I had so much joy in following God, but... Now it's just, you know, and I'm, what's more, I don't trust him. So someone here and you're saying, I don't trust him like I used to. Something happened. I got burnt. And yeah, I still go to church because I know that, you know, it's the right thing to do. I still believe, but, but there's, you know, he's on the driver's seat anymore. He's kind of being pushed to the back of the back seat. There's just someone like that here today. So with every eye closed, I really love you to consider Consider your spiritual condition. And I want to give anyone an opportunity. If you'd say, I've never received Jesus ever. And today I'm feeling that drawing. Today's the day I'm going to cross that line. Perhaps you've been considering it for a while. And today, outset of 2021, it's time. Time to surrender. And I'm, I just want to lead, lead you in a prayer right where you are. You would know on this day in January 2021, you became born again. You received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. That Spirit, the Holy Spirit, boom, coming into your spirit, making you alive, fully alive. I remember the day I did that. I skipped out of the church like a spring lamb. I was I like, and becoming born again isn't a feeling, but boy, I, I really did feel something myself. Or maybe you're here and you say, Vicky, I, I've done this before, but I know I need to come back. I'm, I'm not living like it anymore. So if that's you, I'd love to lead you in a prayer right where you are so you know that you've come back. So I'm just going to ask you simply, just shoot your hand up, give me a wave, say, yep, that's me. I need to get right with God. I want to receive him. I want to receive him for the first time or another time. It doesn't matter. So just quick, give me a wave, say, yep, that's me. God's talking to you. You're feeling that drawing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to give it a little, little moment. I'm really feeling like a, a bubble, something that's God's bursting in people's hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. This is what we're going to do. We're all going to pray this prayer together. And if anyone prays it for the first time and you hadn't raised your hand, please give someone a chance. Uh, share it with someone. Tell someone. There's a beautiful lady down the back. Uh, tell her and she'll be able to look after you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay, let's pray, church, together after me. Heavenly Father. Pray it out loud. Heavenly Father. Don't just shout it. Keep it COVID safe. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me to give me life. And right now, I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour. Sorry I've ignored you and lived life my own way. 
but today I choose your way. I thank you that you love me and you have great plans for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Very quickly, for those of you and you know that you have fear of being too super spiritual or the fear of not being spiritual enough, I want you to just stand up right now, quickly. I'm going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rabrende, roboso, rabarende. Well, you lift your hands to heaven. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's not the same blessing for the person sitting down going like this. If you know God's talking to you, there's a release in the standing, a release in the standing. Maybe even the fear of what people think might be a worthwhile thing to stand against as well. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now. I bind in Jesus' name. Father, the spirit of fear. I come against the fear of being super spiritual. Father, those who've been hurt, there's a few of you and you were hurt in a former move, a former time, hurt by the prophetic, hurt by supernatural stuff. I want you to stand as well. It's time. It's time to wipe that clear. It's time to let that go. Father, in Jesus' name, I break. There it is right now. I thank you, Father, for healing. I thank you, Father. Fear is bound. You've not given us a spirit of fear in Jesus' name. And for the ones, Father, who don't feel worthy, for the ones, Father, who don't feel like they're spiritual enough, that they're good enough, that they don't have enough. Father, we break that lie right now. The lies that have been spoken, words of some of you, again, I see some of you who are sitting and there have been words spoken over you that have limited you. But God wants you to know that those labels are being pulled off and 2021, you're going to arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I prophesy that over Macquarie life. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you in Jesus name. I thank you Father right now. Lord moving from the left to the right, the front to the back. I see Father an activation of your people. I see a mobilization of the saints and I thank you Father for a lifting up Father, a lifting up of spiritual self-worth seeing ourselves as you see us. In Jesus' name, every limitation broken right now. And everybody said, everybody said, amen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit macroylifechurch.com.au.